friends, I'm Casey, your host of the Chick Chat Collective Podcast. Here we chat about the good, the bad, and everything in between, including the hilarious, the inspiring, the difficult, and the life-changing. We chat about things that will make you laugh out loud, cry real tears, sympathize and relate, make you contemplate everything, and put things into a new perspective. You will definitely be feeling all of the feelings. I'm a big believer that our thoughts create our reality, and so do our stories and life experiences. We're going to unpack these unique conversations, and I'm so glad you're here to hear them. These are real stories from real women, and I'm honored to share them. I've always had a knack for and love of chatting. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. Casey here, your host of Chick Chat Collective. Welcome back to another episode. I'm very excited today for this interview. We have Heather Holmes here. She is a mother of two small children, and she is the founder of Publicity for Good. And she has gone into business with her husband. She has a lot of experience in the media. And so we're really going to dive in here. Heather's going to introduce herself a little bit further, and we're going to hear some of her story. So welcome, Heather. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I'm excited to um, be here. So I'm Heather, and I'm the founder of Publicity for Good. And really my heart of wanting to be an entrepreneur uh, really started um, when I was in high school and my dad passed away of lung cancer. Um, mm-hmm. and then a couple years later, my uncle died and I saw them both as very successful entrepreneurs. I saw the life that I had, um, very humble. Like when they both passed away, they were like buried in sweatpants. So mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like, like I watched them build like 50 million plus dollar companies, but very humble, And um, they both passed away and I knew that building a business was the only way that I could continue their legacy and be close to them. So that's really where my spark for being an entrepreneur started. Um, I then went to school for communication. I then did an intensive at Georgetown studying conscious capitalism and how really you can make a successful business have a huge impact in your local community. So that's really where my heart uh, for business started. And then from there, um, I worked at an ad agency doing PR. So I've been doing PR for over a decade. Uh, So the craft that I've been doing, it's, I've been doing it for a long time. And I loved it. I was the highest producer bringing in the most amount of new clients, securing the most amount of media opportunities. But at the time, I did not see how it would be possible to be a wife, have kids and work really, really hard and be the best at your job only because it was like 15 hour days, but like 15 hour days where like you're at your desk, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and I didn't know how I was going to be able to do other things that were important to me. Yeah. And, uh, while I was there, um, at the time I was, um, into network marketing, I was making like lemonade money, like a couple hundred dollars um, a month, but I valued the lessons and the personal development and some of the business skills that I learned from doing network marketing. And uh, June 15, 2015, I was given an ultimatum from my boss at the agency, either work full-time for us or, you know, do network marketing. And I was hardly making any money doing network marketing. I loved it, but 
I loved helping people, but I wasn't making enough money. So June 15, 2015, I quit my, you know, normal salary job, 50,000. Like I was in my mid twenties. I had my own apartment and a really cool place. Um, and I literally quit, moved home to my mom's house. Uh, two weeks later, I got a minimum, minimum wage job at a really big gym. And really for two and a half years, three years, I worked full-time at that gym and built uh, the business. I didn't leave the gym until we were probably at like six to 10,000 a month. And my biggest goal with building my PR company was to essentially replace or make more money than I did at the agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one summer at the time, I only had a couple of clients. Um, I went to LA for a press tour for a client. Um, I don't want to be uh, rushed, uh, with that trip because I didn't know how much media interest we would get. And I didn't want to like be on a tight schedule. So I ended up booking a one-way ticket to LA and ended up staying there. Um, I had two um, clients at the time who lived together in San, San Diego and their roommate was moving out and I didn't have really many expenses. So, you know, they're like, Hey, do you want to, you know, live, live with us? It's only five fifty a month. And I'm like five fifty a month to like live in San Diego and it's sunny. And there's so many entrepreneurs in San Diego that I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to do it because at the time I was probably like mid twenties. I had no kids. I was super single. I lived in Ohio for like 26, 27 years. I needed a change. So ended up living in San Diego, not really moving there, staying there. And um, finally got my first apartment. And that first apartment I got um, in the fall. Um, but the struggle was that the clients would be late on paying. Hmm. And so, and I, my credit score was so horrible from building the business because I believed so much in it, um, that to even get the apartment, I had to give three months rent. So I had to give the, the rent was 1500 a month. I had to give three essentially payments of 1500 to get the apartment because my credit score was so low. Uh, literally my account literally was in the red and the only way I ate for, um, like two months was getting Uber Eats. Because Uber Eats would still charge your card and it would like go in the red and everything. Fast yeah. forward to uh, that February. So the February after moving to um, San Diego, I met Austin, who's my husband now. Um, he was in the Navy at the time. So he slowly started just helping me build the business ideas, brainstorming, financials, all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, while he was in the Navy, he dreamed and I dreamed of traveling full-time. So we did research on, do we live in an Airstream? Do we live in RV? Like what's the path forward? You know, he was going to be getting out of the Navy in 2019. And we, we weren't the type of people who would just live in a place because we had to, we wanted to figure out where are we going to have an impact? Where we want to raise kids, all the things. Yeah. So then from there, uh, we bought our first Airstream in 2019 and um, the year of the pandemic, it was our first million dollar year as a company. Yay. And uh, we just like lived in our Airstream for three and a half years to now we settled in North Carolina and we have two under two. We're building our homestead and we're just figuring it out every day. That's amazing. 
I mean, what a story. What's crazy too. I moved to San Diego when I was 20 from Virginia. I just, I was like, I need a change born and raised in Northern Virginia. And I had some family out on the West coast, but I was like, see ya and went out there, you know, and, and it was great. It definitely served its purpose. And I had my time out there, but, um, ended up in North Carolina too, but how amazing. So tell us a little bit about really what got you, you know, so it's like, we're here in San Diego in this apartment, charging Uber Eats, going into the negative so we can eat. And then we have our first million dollar year. So what were some of the steps that you guys took or you, if it was just you at that time, I know your husband was in the Navy for some of it, but what would be some tangible steps you would tell people that is necessary, right? To get yourself out of that red zone and get, get on the other side of that. There's a couple of things we would do um, time studies and company time studies to see where we're spending our time, how we can systemize things, how we can offer things that automate things or who we can hire to manage that that's the first thing um it's hiring team members who are an expert in a certain area so we started looking at um bringing on team members to help with certain functions of business uh, we started documenting our processes uh, we started looking at what was working to um, bring on sales and new clients and we really started niching down to focus on working with purpose-driven, mission-driven brands and people, um, and then really leaning into expectation setting of what the um, outcome would be that we would get for our clients. I love that. That's a really, really, really good advice. And so, you know, what, what sort of is that switch in your brain where now all of a sudden you guys are, you're making money and you're making good money and you're like, okay, you know, but you're living in an airstream, you're traveling the country. Like, when did you guys decide like, all right, we want to settle down now, put down some roots. You know, was it like, we want to focus even more and scale the business even more, or we want to start a family now? Like, what was that like? So we had always planned on traveling the country to figure out where we wanted to live. That was a part of the travel. We then settled up on our top states of North Carolina and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we settled on North Carolina and we w- visited every small town around mountains. And then we chose where we are today in Morganton. Um, I don't, if the pandemic didn't happen and things were open, it we might've been on the road longer. Mm-hmm. But because the the fun, some of the magic and fun was lost. Like we couldn't necessarily, for a period of time, we couldn't go to coffee shops and go to museums and parks as we once would, were able to before. So I think that's part of the reason why we chose to settle down earlier. And then as well, we were still living in the Airstream. We lived in an Airstream up until about a year ago. Um, When we settled on North Carolina, we're like, we need to get an office. So we got an office downtown because we needed, we wanted and needed a space just to work outside of the home because the airstream is like a 23 foot airstream. So, uh, that was the change. And then on top of that, when we learned we were pregnant, then we're like, okay, we need to have, like, we want a place to live. Um, and we bought 22 acres. We have raw land, but building takes time. Mm -hmm. So our timeline sped up 
um, as well. But I mean, we lived in the family, we lived in the Airstream as a family of three with Rose, probably up until she was about three months and it wasn't hard at all. Yeah. Yeah. They're still such, they're like a little cute blobs at that point, you know, it's like, and there was only one. So it was like, okay, we can do this, but I'm sure she was getting bigger. You were like, all right, I'm feeling like we need a little bit of space. (laughs) Are you there? Yeah. Okay. There you are. Yes. I'm here. Hey there. If you've been listening to this podcast, then you've definitely heard me mention my business, Ladies Lifestyle Network. And now I'd like to share with you what it is we do. Ladies Lifestyle Network is a women's empowerment, networking, and self-development business with in-person social events and a huge online community. Everything that I choose to spend my time on and my time building, like this podcast, Ladies Lifestyle Network, writing and featuring books all about my kids and dedicated to my kids, and all the other things that I do are an extension of me and what's important to me. These are things that I am aligned with and that I value deeply. LLN has been established since 2019 and is all about connecting, featuring, and supporting women in their local communities. We love to spotlight the woman and to make her feel empowered and supported. We are always looking for women in new cities across the country to lead a chapter of LLN. So if this sounds like something you are aligned with and speaks to your heart, we'd love to connect with you. You can find us on Instagram at Ladies Lifestyle Network or on our website, www.ladieslifestylenetwork.com. We'd love to connect with you. Perfect. Well, that is amazing. So can you tell us now... What is publicity for good? Who do you guys serve? Who are your ideal clients? Um, and really, what do you what do you do for them? What do people come to you guys for? Sure. So, publicity for good. We work with uh, purpose driven, mission driven entrepreneurs. We've worked with a lot of moms who've started a company out of a necessity. And why I love publicity and getting in the media is it doesn't matter where your business is as relates to the revenue size or the fancy funnel or a huge following on Instagram and social media. All you really need is your story. And literally the best place to start is looking at local media. And the why it matters is a couple of reasons. Number one, you're able to get your story and product in front of new audiences So imagine going on your local CBS, their audience size is probably like 500,000. It's going to be faster for you to reach 500,000 through being in the media or being interviewed than the strategy of building an Instagram account of 500,000 people. It's just quicker. You can literally be on one person's audience and make a difference. We see clients who are getting uh, revenue. We had a mompreneur who started a cookie company and her one TV segment brought her in $12,000. And a lot of people bought like, instead of just buying one box, they bought like multiple, multiple orders. Um, And now not only does she make revenue, but these are new customers for her to nurture Mm -hmm. for the duration of time. Um, But really publicity is you getting featured in the media, you telling your story, you inspiring others, talking about how you can, you know, be an entrepreneur too, 
or it's even sharing tips to help others. Example, uh, November is National Entrepreneurship Month. Maybe you are a small business and you're an expert at social media. You could literally go to all of your local media outlets as an expert to share tactical information to help other entrepreneurs um, and its legacy. So now when people Google your name, they not only see your website, but they see links and links and links of articles and stories about you. And then holistically, you have all this validation. So when you're doing a launch or you're updating your website, you can literally add all of the press on your website. You can, you know, put on your Instagram page. I mean, you guys were on a local show. You could talk about how fun it was being on TV and, you know, how it's helping you with your mission, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And so it's really, are you focusing more on small businesses, local businesses, or really anyone like across the country or across the world can come to you guys and seek out some service with this. Every media market, uh, but we have clients all across the U.S. and Canada as well. Early okay. Mich- Sorry, can you repeat that? It like their business is making a difference um, in the world or their community. Yeah. So again, it is really any entrepreneur who um, really wants to get their story out there. Um, And it could be in a local hometown. It could be, you know, it doesn't really matter. We work with businesses, um, all shapes and sizes. There's um, a woman entrepreneur we worked with before us. She was never in the media. And in a year's time, she was in the media a hundred plus times, 50 TV stations. And now she's speaking and they're paying her. So Um, a very accessible and possible, um, for people to get in the media. I love that. That's incredible. And I love the way you guys go about it. It's you're very intentional, um, Mm -hmm. with what you're trying to do for these businesses. And I think that's amazing. And so lastly, I want to tell everyone about this amazing event that you have coming up and, Give us all the deets, like what's it going to be about? Who's going to be there? Who needs to come to this? And and what's it going to look like? So uh, really, as we wind down this year, we wanted to put together an event um, in person in North Carolina. If you're in North Carolina or you're wanting to travel to enjoy the incredible um, Blue Ridge Mountains, like now's the time to come. So we're putting this event for people to come to reflect. Um, You can bring your kids. We will have childcare, but it's Elevate 2023, and we're going to give you a roadmap to create your comprehensive communications plan. We're going to give you our exact framework, the compare framework to create your plan so that in the new year, you have a comprehensive plan using AI, understanding thought leadership, really how to elevate your brand to scale through the means of communications. Um, and we're, we've been putting this together from partnering with over 200 brands and just having a proven strategy to really help businesses scale, um, because you have to have a plan and we're literally giving you a framework it's in person, um, and it's virtual. We're really excited, um, about that. It's October 11th, 12th, and 13th. And this is really for nonprofits, small businesses, uh, coaches, um, people that have products. Um, and the 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 heart of it all is just people who are intentional or purpose-driven. 
the thing I love is you don't know who's going to be transformed from your story and your business. And we're finding that brands are more likely to say yes to you when you have those media logos and you've been in the media. It just shows you're truly an expert making a difference in someone that they um, can trust. Yeah. Yay. I love that. And so everyone, we are going to include links to this event in the show notes. Um, So be sure to check that out and join. Tickets are on sale through, through when? Through October 11th. The website is uh, compareframework.com. And the event is called Elevate 2023 Elite Communication Strategy. And you literally are going to be given the exact plan to follow um, to scale your business with communications. And I know people that come in person, you'll get to see Casey. So fangirl moment, right? You know, you want to listen and come hang out with the people that you listen to on their podcast. Uh, You'll be here, which is incredible too. Yeah, I'm so excited. So everybody be sure to check this out. And Heather, thank you so, so much. It was such a very informative uh, conversation. I think people are going to walk away learning. They have learned some things. I certainly have. And just knowing more about what you do and your business and your brand and what you're doing really to help so many other businesses. So I just want to thank you for that. I think it's very needed and, and very important. And I'm really excited to be with you at the conference. Me too. All right. All right, everybody, we will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thanks for being here on the Chick Chat Collective. I hope this conversation really helped you or made you feel not alone in some way. And if you feel called to share it or rate us, I would be so grateful. It really matters to me that these conversations and interviews are impactful to you guys. And so when I see that it actually is making a difference or resonating with people, it just makes it all so worth it. Please feel free to reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at kc.n.laird, L-A-I-R-D, or Chick Chat Collective also has its own Instagram page now at chick underscore chat underscore collective. I am in the DMs quite often, and so if you ever want to reach out to chat, I would be more than happy to. Thanks again for being here, everybody.